0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. In the Gospels, sometimes the disciples can get a bad rep. They don't understand the miracles and the parables. They want earthly glory. They don't recognize Christ. They fall asleep in the Garden of Gethsemane. Peter denies Christ. Most of them abandon Christ at the cross. They don't believe the myrrh-bearing women. They don't always look good, and they don't always know what they're doing. We were like the disciples. We don't always understand God's work in the world. We deny Christ with our actions. We want earthly glory. We don't recognize Christ in our day. And we often don't look good in our life story here on earth. I can think of at least three times last week where I could look back on my actions And say, eesh, if they were writing a book, I would not be looking good. (laughs) Brothers and sisters, we are quick to forget Christ. His work, His love, and His salvation. It's hard to live remembering the kingdom of heaven is at hand. We're like the disciples. One day we feel so close to Christ, pouring out our hearts to Him in prayer, exalting in His love, and the next day we skip out on our prayers, Watch a Netflix marathon and freak out on our spouse or sibling when they interrupt it. We're like the disciples. We go back and forth, and it can be frustrating. But today's gospel gives us a different picture. Today's gospel reminds us yes, we're like the disciples, but there's one thing about the disciples that we are also quick to forget they possessed humility. They had humility. They had the humility to surrender to God. In the middle of casting their nets in the sea, in the middle of casting their nets in the sea, they stopped what they were doing, and the Gospel says immediately they followed Christ. They gave up their wants and their desires in that moment and surrendered to Christ and followed Him. They gave up their livelihood in that moment. They dropped their way of life and they followed Christ. Their humility drove them to Christ, and their humility opened their hearts to him. I honestly can't imagine just giving up my occupation, my livelihood, in that moment and following Christ, not knowing anything about him. I have trouble pausing a movie and answering my wife, never mind leaving my livelihood. The disciples possessed a certain humility, an ability to surrender, and this is why Christ chose them. He knew they were going to mess up. He knew they were going to be confused. He knew that they were going to abandon him at the cross. But he also knew they possessed humility and they were willing to make an effort, effort after effort, to grow closer to him and to surrender to him. And, brothers and sisters, Christ knows the same thing about us. He knows the same thing about us. He knows we are going to make mistakes. Just like the disciples, we're going to mess up on our spiritual ascent towards the kingdom. He also knows our humility and our surrender will save us as well. I am sorry. I am sorry is one of the greatest phrases in the history of mankind. It is the greatest thing we can say to one another. It's life changing. It's humility, it's surrender. It's the way of the disciples. It's the way of the cross, the vulnerable and unifying action that makes us disciples of Christ. It's the dropping of our nets, stopping our misled way of life, stopping our desires, giving up our strayed mindset and following Christ. It's the path towards the kingdom. It opens the kingdom. It brings Christ into our hearts. It's an outlet where we let our pride leave us, and we let the Holy Spirit enter. I am sorry. It's how we let the Holy Spirit in. It's how we allow Christ to sit enthroned in our hearts. I am sorry is one of the most transcending phrases we as human beings can say to one another. So the next time we argue with our parents, we say, I'm sorry. The next time we lose it on our spouses, over our selfish impulses, we say, I'm sorry. The next time we make fun of a coworker or a friend so that we look good, we say, I am sorry. We drop our nets, we stop what we're doing, we drop our selfish state of mind, even if we feel like we're not completely ready to do so. We're never going to feel completely ready to say sorry. That's just the way it is. The hardest part is to just formalize those words. Just say it. Just do it like Nike. Just do it. And slowly our hearts will begin to soften. Slowly our hearts will begin to soften and we get a taste of the resurrection. The hardest part is to say sorry. That's the cross. What comes after is the resurrection. New life. We start to feel uplifted and united to God and to each other. It's such a small, simple human thing to say, but it leads to new life. It's the bridge that leads to new beginnings and new relationships, new life. I am sorry is the beginning of healing. It's the rings on our ladder of divine ascent. It's the rings on our ladder of divine ascent as we climb to the kingdom through humility. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen.